Hey, Jim. Hey, DL. I love sitting next to you like this because I can see that little spot on your eyes that is that I really love. <laughs> <laughs> your little laugh marks. What do they call them? Crow's feet. <laughs> uh, good news. We good had news. sex. We had again, sex. And, it... and you might want to talk about it. <laughs> right? So... Sure. So a couple episodes ago, we talked about erectile dysfunction and how I'd been having trouble the last couple of weeks getting or maintaining an erection. Mm. And we had had sex, but it was not an easy. Last night, after we podcasted and said we don't have everything figured out and it's still a problem... (laughs) I had no problem having sex last night and got hard really easily. Yeah, we had, we had like wild, vigorous. Wild, vigorous, long-lasting sex. Yeah. That was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> so we d- I don't think necessarily, I don't understand my body any better. And I don't know why it's happening or why it's not happening. But I'm really happy that whatever cycle I'm on yeah. is the one that allows us to have intercourse. <laughs> That seems to be what it is from your experience and from others that I've heard that there's a cycle. There's a cycle. There's a cycle. The yeah. last cycle sucked, though. Yeah, it the last went cycle on was for a while. Too long. <laughs> Sorry. We're not talking about any of this tonight, but I just wanted to yeah. give an update. Update. What is our podcast name again? I can't. No, I can't oh, remember. Intimacy Cadre Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Dorkland. <laughs> right. Tonight we were hanging out with some new people in our lives mm-hmm. and we won't give their names because we didn't they ask didn't give for our, their consent. We'd ask for their consent <laughs> to give their names, but we had a beautiful conversation yeah, around our work and everybody's work. Around intimacy and mm-hmm. similar, intimacy. Yeah. similar practices. And one thing that mm-hmm. came up was, what are we going to do at our workshop on May, fa- May, May, 5th, May, fa- May 5th through 7th? Mm. We don't fucking know. No, we know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing that oh. came up was your work that you consider sort of past work that we've talked about bringing in. It's an energetic work. It's work called reboot work. Don't try to figure that out quite yet. That's just what it wanted to be called. (laughs) And this is a modality that um, it wouldn't say that DL developed because that's not how you conceive of your work. It sort of came to you, right? Mm -hmm. It picked you out. Yeah. But it's work that you've. It's just been incubating, cultivating, cultivating, sharing with others, working Mm -hmm. with others. Yeah. For, and many of you who listen to this podcast know DL through this, specifically this kind of work. And we're talking about taking this reboot work and applying it to the couple situation. And you already have in the past applied it to couples, but applying it to the intimacy work situations. And you talked really at some length tonight about it and got really excited. I got all charged (laughs) up again. And so I wanted, I thought this would be a great time for you to explain what this work is and how it could apply to intimacy Mm -hmm. work, Mm -hmm. because it's quite different from the work you're doing now around the ecstatic pussy 
which is a really body-based work. You yeah. start in the body, you get to know your body, mm-hmm. and then all kinds of energetic things arise out of that. Yeah. Although you have to come with the right energetic mindset. and You have to this, want it. You have to want it. It's not like it just starts in the body. It's actually more complicated yeah. than that. But it's a body-focused body. work. Yeah. And reboot work is actually much more energy world focused mm-hmm. and then um, translates into the body. Translates into the body. Mm-hmm. So with that set up, would you be willing to talk about this tonight? Sure. And uh, I will chime in with questions okay. as I have them. Okay. So, where, do you, where should I start? <laughs> so tell us what reboot work is. Okay. And if you remember. I can prod you, but how that then connects, you think, to what you would like to do with intimacy work. Okay. For a long time, I've had different skills, and those skills have continued to morph and shapeshift and upgrade and something, 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 something throughout the years. And the most current iteration of that part of me is what... It's called the Reboot World, which is what it wanted to be named. (laughs) So basically, I just, I'm just listening and paying attention and staying open and then seeing how I can engage with, with people and myself in in the world. And so the Reboot World is, how do I explain it? And I'm wondering, I'm searching my self for an updated and upgraded explanation. But I think what I shared and offered tonight was probably good enough for now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sure work in, more, it's a work in progress yeah, well, always. Yeah. And I've been so focused on the ecstatic pussy and the stuff that we've been doing that the reboot stuff has been not been alive in my world, except for my own personal world. I still practice it and go into it in, for my own self. Okay, what it is, how I see it, this is from my perspective. I see a lot of things when I close my eyes. And what I see, either for myself or with a person, another person or a couple or a business or a family or, or whatever it is, when we start a conversation about a particular topic of interest, something that you want to work on, work with, shapeshift, upgrade, whatever it is, that opens the space to to explore that realm, a.k.a. the reboot world. <laughs> and how it's constructed, I feel, is by and through what we believe is possible or not possible and what we think about. So all of our thoughts, the layers of thoughts that we have, and then what all we believe about ourselves, what's possible, what's not possible, what we're capable of or we're not capable of. And all of those things take form kind of like the dream world. They, in some kind of symbolic representation in the energetic field that that lives around you. So as one example, let's say my life has a lot of tranquility in it. Mm -hmm. Perhaps in the reboot world that takes the form of a dove. It could take the form of maybe, a dog. yeah. It's not uh, if that's it, what tranquility represents in your own. It could be something <laughs> completely different for somebody else. Yeah, for somebody yeah, else, it's it, not always really literal. Too, you can't say, "Oh, this means this." And mm-hmm. although throughout the years, I started to notice certain certain themes that would 
consistently come up in people's fields that seem to re represent uh, different aspects of life. But they always were rearranged a little bit differently depending on the person. So I could see potential themes, but not. I didn't like to directly translate because that wasn't my job. I would just present the, the information or the imagery that I would see. So someone would come to you mm -hmm. and share things about themselves yeah. and share whatever their beliefs yeah. and their... No, they don't have to share any of that. We just have a conversation mm -hmm. and say they come and they have like some health problem or something mm -hmm. and we talk about it and they are, they want to explore different, they want to feel better mm -hmm. and with their consent that then creates this opening for me to, to go into their energy field to explore. And I always go from mine to theirs and there's always some kind of passageway from mine to theirs, like mm -hmm. a portal, a stairway, some kind of tunnel, something that takes me from me to them. And then I can explore and look, look around at what they have going on there. And then I write down all of those things. And what they have going on there is a lot of imagery, right? It's a yeah. whole world. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's a whole world, and sometimes it's a piece of a world. You can only see it like a sliver or a glimpse or one little piece of the pie. It just depends on the person and, and what they've created for themselves. So if you think about all these things that you think and believe about yourself and about life, taking, a, taking up residency in your field as a very specific symbolic image, and then over the years, if those things that you think and believe don't change a little bit or grow or open or, or something, those, the imagery in your field can get a little bit more crystallized and harder to, to move. <laughs> so then if say, I like this image cause this seems this like for me just explains it really well is that say the sun is shining on mm -hmm. you. It hits your field first and it hits all of this imagery in your field, which kind of lights it up and then projects it into you and into your life. So through the things that you think and believe, you're creating your experience. So it's like, this is what you believe. This is what you think. These are things that you, that are in your field. So your life is going to show you those things. And often if we want to, if we have the kind of self-awareness or the desire to change some of the things in our life, we do it from like, okay, maybe if I change some of these thought patterns, maybe if I shift what I, how I feel about myself or what I believe about myself or about life, I can then change these outer circumstances of my life. Yes. And we can also go in through the reboot world and, and work with the imagery that is living in your field via our imagination and via play. And we can work the other direction. So we work with the images and we can remodel them or change them or do whatever we want to with them. So then the images translate back into the physical when the light shines on them again as something different. So you don't have to like with effort, change your thoughts or your beliefs. You can change the imagery and then it comes, it follows through. And so does that make sense? Yes. So for example, someone comes to you and they say, I'm having trouble sleeping at night. I would like to sleep better. You go up in the reboot world and what you might see is a playground. Mm -hmm. And in that playground are elephants, uh, elephants all over the place um, using all the equipment. And that's they're the field. And they're right? eating pears. They're eating pears. You're seeing things. Mm -hmm. 
and the and background you're, and is... you're not interpreting it what you said you just no. are reporting what you see yeah and then the person once they have that information can then begin playing with that yep. and changing something about it they're like okay because i'm going to paint the elephants a certain or color dress them up. or my elephants are now going to turn into guinea pigs or something like that yeah, and see, these images are specific to you based on what you think and what you believe. So mm-hmm. there's part of you that then created that image that, that means something to you on some level. It's like speaking to yourself in the symbolic world. And when when a person, when I deliver this, this set of images to the person, it, it means something to them. And it hits them on a, a level beyond conscious awareness. Mm-hmm. So it's speaking on a dif- different level to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you go in and you, you can rearrange, you can adjust, you can play with, you can add to, you could subtract. And the theory is as you rearrange these things, mm-hmm. rearrange via imagination, the, via imagination, range them in the way that feels good to you. Mm-hmm. That will then begin to translate in other ways in your life. Yeah. Perhaps you sleep better. Perhaps other things reveal themselves to you. Yeah. Like a health issue or something that is yeah, maybe- causing the, problem of not sleeping or insomnia i have had the question throughout the years like what if i can't visualize things what if i don't have an imagination i have worked with those people some people it just it just doesn't work for them (laughs) but some people have worked with this and worked on it to the point where they cracked open their own imagination i just feel that imagination is really important to well, I wonder if some of the more embodied practices that we do around breath, movement, sound could wake up the imagination. Maybe so. so maybe it works in both directions. Yeah. yeah. Yep. There's all kinds of practices and plays that I have worked with people like that with. And for some people it does work and for some people it doesn't. So it's not like a Okay. For everyone kind of thing. So take us to the next step. How okay. do you envision this work? And I think that's pretty well explained. Okay. How how it's done. And if you have questions, feel free to <laughs> write to us at yeah. intimacy.gmail.com. It's a little out there. <laughs> it's hard to put into regular words. How would this apply to intimacy? How could this mm. be? Okay. Can I do use like a couple as yes. an example? For okay, sure. for instance, if it was a couple that came to, say, our workshop, uh-huh. and they specifically had something, whatever, give me a topic, like that they would, their challenge. Uh, jealousy, mutual jealousy okay. of each other. So they have, they don't want, neither of them wants to be, feel like that anymore. So what I can do with their consent (laughs) is to merge their fields and like the overlap, the common denominator, the overlap of their fields with the intention of, of connecting to that jealousy piece would then show me the imagery that they shared with that common thread, with that common issue in their relationship. So then together they could play with that imagery Mm -hmm. and, and allow that to, to shape shift that experience. And again, it might come in from the side indirectly come, come from somewhere else, but it's the, the playing with it and actively using it is when it works. Like, so if that is the tool, but you have to use the tool in order for it to work. That's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And so that can work in conjunction with some of our other tools around sacred communication. Yeah. If they're, if they're buying into that, then they can use some of those tools mm-hmm. to then, have a good structure from which to play with 
in their world. And sometimes it's, it's confusing at first because people are like, wait, how do I get there? What do I do? Da, 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 da. Right. Like I have all kinds of ways to help <laughs> people get there. And there's no like one way. It's like it's everybody gets there in a different way. And it's way. experiential. If this doesn't work yeah. for you, try something else. Yeah. Yeah. But it's worked for a lot of people you've mm-hmm. worked with. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. Well, we, it's, that's what's so awesome about it. It's like, it's just playful and it's fun. It's not hard drudging up all of your and, stuff and, and like trying to deal with all your stuff and like, blah, 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 blah. And we full disclosure, actually, we actually practice this together. We have our own reboot world around a castle. Yeah. Well, the our castle is specifically for the Intimacy Cadre, which is our uh-huh. community. So that's for our community. Yeah. We've never gone to one then for just ourselves. No, we haven't. Wow. Aren't we hypocrites? <laughs> We're such frauds. <laughs> but we have gone to a community that doesn't yet exist, fully exist. Yeah, because we're we're creating it. <laughs> yeah. We're going hanging out in those rooms with the things that are yes. with our issues that are coming up. We're going to the the community reboot. And our castle is pretty castle. cool. It is it's, really cool. It's not like walls and and it's shape shifts and it's often very biological <laughs> and maybe a plant that looks yeah, like a castle yeah. and has wings. Of course, there's <laughs> And there's all kinds of stuff going on yeah. <laughs> there. It's amazing. <laughs> and it's just like, it's living. It's a living castle. So it's always changing. So if you have like the, the forest goes through seasons, it's sort of like what our castle can do. Correct. Mm-hmm. So we can, so... At some point when we have a community, then as a community, we will go into the castle. Yeah, we're going to go into the castle when we get for our workshop. And Boulder Hot Springs. Yeah. Yeah. Because that'll be the overarching imagery. Right. And then there'll be the individual ones if people want opt into that. So that's going to be like the frame of of our work. It's like we're going to, the energetic frame, the Mm -hmm. field of our work is Mm -hmm. going to be this castle. Mm Mm-hmm. And we can play in that while we're also doing our breathing, moving, sounding, sacred communication, mm-hmm. it, going into hot springs, eating together, all the beautiful things we're going to do at this workshop. It's an incredible container for us because it's already been felt and seen and experienced as the place, as the meeting mm-hmm. place in the energetic field. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty cool. <laughs> You have some hesitance about bringing the reboot work into this a little bit, don't you? Yeah, because I just am rapidly forward moving all of the time and and things are always upgrading and changing within me and my things that I'm bringing through. And I wondered if if there would be a new version of the reboot world or if it'd be something totally different and, and that if I could even still do it. And that I'm just keep moving forward and it keeps changing as it always has. Do I pull, reach back and pull, <laughs> pull with us this, this tool or do I just see what's open well, I think moving it, forward? I think it's exciting because so much of our tools right now are very embodied tools. Yeah. They're tools that go from the body up to the spirit. We're raising the energy from our loins up into our crown chakras. <laughs> and we're starting from an embodied place. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. That's great. But I think that energy can work in both directions. Mm-hmm. And if your work is right, which I think it is, 
there are ways to also help our embodiment yeah. by going into our field. And mm-hmm. we actually did some of that work recently with me as we were going through the problem that started the, <laughs> the podcast just mm-hmm. the other night. We mm-hmm. went into the reboot world to help. It was really fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And who knows? Maybe the reverberation of that actually Yeah, it's quite possible. In. Because yeah. we did a lot in there. Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> so thank you so much for sharing this work. You're welcome. And bringing Thanks for it. encouraging me to keep sharing. <laughs> yes, I think it's important. So I've been the one being like, your work's important. This is the, these are things you can offer our overall work. It's easy for me to get just really excited about my current thing and forget that I have this whole toolbox and i'm always like all about integration so i'm like yeah bring it in bring it in bring Mm -hmm. it in bring Mm -hmm. it in (laughs) it's funny (laughs) you're like no new fancy shiny toy (laughs) over here i think both are important you don't want to just rest on your laurels but that's there's some old friends that are there to help i think like how cool it would be to be to have a workshop or and a community all knowing about this living castle and being able to use that as a tool in their own intimacy practice. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, really cool. Really freaking cool. And if you uh, want to stay in touch with us, I mentioned our email earlier. Um, you can also find us on the web at intimacy cadre dot O R G. And we will catch you soon. We're probably not podcasting tomorrow, but we'll be podcasting pretty soon on Mm -hmm. who knows what. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just making shit up as we go along. Really gratified to all of you who are listening to us right now. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye.